Deep in the northern boreal forests of North America, a flock of large birds fly noisily overhead. Flashes of yellow, white, black, and gray are seen as they fly from pine to pine, looking for seeds and insects. As they actively forage, you get a good look at this songbird and realize you have stumbled upon a flock of evening grosbeaks, a large finch that is the star of the show when it migrates south and appears on some lucky backyard bird feeders. Hello and welcome to the World of Birds podcast. I am your host, Kayla Fesk. This is a podcast featuring the great diversity found throughout the world of birds, including unique behaviors, adaptations, habitats, and everything in between to help educate others and inspire action to help protect and conserve these amazing species. The evening grosbeak belongs to the family Fringillidae, which contains 235 species, including the American goldfinch and pine siskin. Their closest relative is the hooded grosbeak from Mexico and Central America. These large stocky finches have a thick neck with a large conical shaped bill, large body, short legs, and a short tail. Males have a chocolatey brown colored head and neck, a bright yellow forehead and stripe over their eye, and their bill is a light ivory color. Their body is a muddy yellow with black wings and a white wing patch. Their tail is short and black. Females are mostly olive brown, have gray underparts with some yellowish highlights on their neck, a yellowish green bill with black and white wings along with a short black tail. They are one of the larger finch species with a wingspan of 11.8 to 14.2 inches and weigh about 1.9 to 2.6 ounces, which is a little bit lighter than a deck of cards. The evening grosbeak is a very social bird and is often seen in groups. During the breeding season, they may split up into pairs or just small groups. But during the winter months, they may form large foraging flocks. Like many finch species, they have an undulating flight pattern, same as you would see in the smaller American goldfinch. This colorful songbird doesn't actually have a song though, but instead communicates using simple calls and chirps. There are actually five different recognized call groups. Each call type is specific to their own range. The type three is the one you will see or hear in the eastern half of North America. They're also the most eruptive of the five groups, where the other four tend to be more residential. The evening grosbeak got its name from Henry Schoolcraft, the individual who collected the first specimen. He believed that the evening grosbeak only called in the evenings. Before the 1800s, the evening grosbeak were rarely seen east of the Rockies. Though around this time, ornamental box elder trees were becoming more prevalent in cities in the east, creating a new food source. Since then, they have become a much more regular migrant in the east. This new food source and the increase in backyard bird feeders are believed to be the main factors aiding in their eastward expansion. Evening grosbeaks are considered eruptive migrants, meaning that depending on several factors may influence how many and how far they migrate. Typically, these eruptions are dictated on the abundance or lack of seed crops. 
Years where these seed crop yields are low are the years that the evening grosbeak, as well as other boreal finches, travel the farthest south in search of food. Although in years where the food is plentiful, they may stay in their typical breeding range and not travel far. Their diet varies depending on the time of year. During the summer and breeding season, their diet consists mostly invertebrates, including the spruce budworms, caterpillars, beetles, and aphids. In addition, seeds from species such as maples, box elder, apple, pine, and cherry are included. Fruits are also part of their summer diet, especially fruit from crab apples, hawthorn, Russian olive, and juniper. They typically prefer to forage for food at the top of trees, but will go lower to feed on fallen fruit and to catch insects. Their large bills allow them to crack and eat larger seeds that most other finches are not able to. The evening grosbeak breeds in mature coniferous forests of the northernmost regions of North America and the Rocky Mountains. During the rest of the year, this bright grosbeak lives in coniferous and deciduous forests. During the breeding season, the breeding range extends across Canada, through the western mountains of the United States, to Mexico. Nest construction typically begins in mid-May to early June and is constructed high in a tree or shrub, usually on a horizontal branch or in the fork of a tree. Often, this chosen tree is coniferous, either a species of spruce or pine. While it is not known whether the male or female is the one who chooses the site, it is known that the female is the one who collects most of the materials and builds the nest. The saucer-shaped nest, which measures about five inches wide, consists of small twigs, while the inside is lined with grasses, lichen, moss, and pine needles. Inside the nest, two to five light blue with brown splotched eggs that are about 0.92 inches long will be laid. And in about 12 to 14 days, these eggs will hatch. Like other songbirds, their young are altricial and hatch with their eyes closed and only covered in small white down feathers. After 13 to 14 more days, they will fledge. The evening grosbeak can have one to two broods of young a year. Unfortunately, the evening grosbeak is classified as vulnerable. It is estimated that their population has dropped approximately 92% since the 1970s. Though due to their eruptive patterns, it is hard to precisely estimate their population size. This eruptive pattern, along with their secretive nesting habits, means they are difficult to study, resulting in a lack of data. Because of this lack of data and its steep decline, research is being done to help find the exact cause of this decline. Several organizations have teamed up to form an evening grosbeak research program and have begun to color band and attaching transmitters to individuals to collect the data needed to develop a conservation plan to stop the decline and hopefully reverse the downward trend. Some of the reasons that are currently believed to be the main cause of this decline are habitat loss from logging of boreal forests, disease outbreaks such as West Nile virus, finch eye conjunctivitis, window and vehicle collisions, 
effects from climate change and possibly from the reduced number of spruce budworms and other insects from aerial spraying. Hopefully, with further study, the exact cause of this decline can be pinpointed in a plan created and implemented to help this beautiful boreal finch rebound. And with that, I wrap up this episode about the evening grosbeak. I hope you enjoyed it and learned a few things about this beautiful boreal finch. If you did enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it, leave a review, or follow this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Kayla Fisk Birds. Thanks for listening, all you lovely bird nerds, and have a great day.